We're ready for it. Yep. Tell yep. me when. Hello and welcome to another episode of Grange TV. We have with us a very, very special guest today uh, from Las Vegas, uh, Mr. Sergio Pena, living legend in Australia, in Australian in world jiu-jitsu, and um, definitely a living legend here in Australia with, within the jiu-jitsu community. Um, also have with us a special guest, Alex Prades, who is the owner of Gracie Smith & Grange and Robert Whitaker's uh, jiu-jitsu coach and responsible for coordinating Rob's uh, grappling. and. Last but definitely not least, Mr. David Roberts, TAFE extraordinaire. Thank you. All right, let's uh, let's kick this off. Um, Master, welcome. Thank you very much for coming. Welcome. But please call me Sergio. All right, Sergio, I'll call you Sergio. Yeah. Um, Alex, thank you very much. I know you're very, very busy. So thank you very much for coming. Thanks for having me here, Fab. Um, I guess uh, we're going to, I just want to kick off uh, one of the things uh, that, uh, well, about Alex, anyways. Is he's always got somebody coming here to Australia. He's always got some dude coming to Sydney, and uh, I never had, I never did the podcast until last week. Mark Hunt said to me uh, he was talking about um, Andy Hug at K1, and he said have to get this person. Uh, I should, he should have got Andy Hug's photograph, and he didn't. You know, and because and I, I, every time we go to Vegas, you're very, you're always, we're always there, Vegas with you. So I always think, oh, we'll do this next time. We'll do whatever. And then Hoyler was here last last couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and two weeks ago. We, I didn't do it. I didn't get him on the podcast because I was like, I don't want to ask Hoyler. And then Mark said that to me and I said, nah, got to get Sergio on the podcast and uh, get the story out there. So thank you very much. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Um, like I was saying, Alex has always got someone coming here. So he's always like, Hoyler's here. Um, Mario Sperry was here. Next, I think next month we've got Marilla Bustamante staying. So... All these people that are, if you're a jiu-jitsu person, and I said those names, Sergio Pena inclusive, and Alex just has these people living at his house, so it's um, it's amazing, you know, it's a really amazing uh, situation there. Um, speaking on that, can can you tell us wh where were you born? I born in Rio de Janeiro. Um, about I have a 58 years old, and I'm practicing jiu-jitsu for the last. Uh, 42 years okay and can you tell me a little bit because just by your age and you grew up in Rio at that particular stage I just want to get straight into it um, what was that what was that time frame like what was that time in Rio for, especially in regards to Brazilian jiu-jitsu when you were because you got your black belt at 20 20? 20 years old yeah so so that would have put you right in the hotbed at, at, at that particular time of, of jiu-jitsu so what was that like yeah there's a Back in the days, uh, that, that jiu-jitsu is more like a, it's, it's amateur sport. It's still amateur sport, but at that time, it's just to have a real, you know. That's uh, and you start training. It's, it's more romantic as in that time, you know. That's not like it today. Today's uh, all over the world, you know. That's uh, as uh, it's more, it's more, it's more sport after the school you practice for being shaped you know for learning how you're gonna defend yourself is it the jiu-jitsu start like that in brazil back in the days you know it's more for the people learning how you're gonna defend yourself in the and do some sport it's not like today today is a is a those guys are almost professionals you came through uh, at that particular time who was your instructor it was waldo alves um can you tell me about 
Mr. Alves? First of all, this comes from the Gracie lineages. I think he's come from uh, Hazel Gracie. You know, have a lot of connection with the... He's very close for the Gracie family. And he's a black belt from Judo, too. He's a, you know, he's a Pan-American champion in Judo. And and uh, basically start training Jiu-Jitsu and Judo with uh, maybe 10, 11 years old. And probably is now as well to have him maybe... He's, a, he's lie his age all the time. Yeah. You know, he's, uh, he's telling me he's at 78, but I believe he's having a weighty 83, 83 years old. Do you still see him? Yeah, I saw him. Uh, I saw him about one uh, one year ago. When I go to Manaus, I got a I got invite I got invitation for go for the ADCC trial in Manaus. Then I saw him. It's, it's good to see the, your old coach, your old friend. You know, that's uh, as re- remind you uh, old memories, good memories. One that you just train jujitsu. What's your relationship with Osvaldo now? He's my good friend. You know, he's he's my good friend. He's a good friend, you know. For be a good friend, someone you don't have to talk to him every day. Absolutely, uh, you have to respect, and he's respect me a lot. Sometimes he text message you. I text message him. You know, I wish the best for him. Of course, he wish the best for me. You, when I remember we were, uh, like I knew who you were, but I didn't know the full story and everything. And I remember we were getting ready to fight. I think Rob was getting ready to fight Jacare in Kansas City. And I think you, you and um, Alex had spoken because you were training at the at Osvaldo's gym when Jacare was a blue belt. I Jacare is a purple belt in that time. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, I go a couple times, you know. In that time, I'm a pilot, but I go a couple couple times section for Jacare. And that time, you already see he's gonna be a, he's a different. You different know? animal. Different animal. Jacare's uh, coach is uh, Osvaldo Alves Jr. If I'm not wrong, is that, he, is that correct? Jacare's coach is a is 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 a judo guy from Manaus. Have a connection with I don't remember his name, but uh, he's a, have a lot of connection with Osvaldo, and Jacare come once a year for three or four months of training under Osvaldo. So you, you like it was Jacare's a, a legend as well in in yeah. not just jiu jitsu but in fighting any combat sport I suppose but it's funny to me when like you speak about them and you you remember this guy when he was just a kid like you remember Jacare as a little not a little boy but yeah, as a boy I remember Jacare when I have maybe 19 or 20 you know and uh, I remember the, the the day I got there you know the first day I got married with the Jacare and uh, and uh, I got him in the room and waiting for talking with Osvaldo. I even not gonna train that day because uh, when I'm a pilot, some I go there, but sometimes I don't go train. I go just for visit to Osvaldo. Then I ask for Osvaldo and Jacare looking for me. Then I'm looking for the pictures in the wall. Osvaldo have it and say, "Oh, do you you a surgeon?" I say, "Yeah, yeah." You know that's uh, oh, I will. Osvaldo's not here right now, but uh, he's come back. He's come back soon, of course. Osvaldo not go there in that day. Then I go back home. But I can see, I see Rafael, uh, 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 Jacare training a couple of times, and I, I, I saw, ja- he's, a, he's a different kind of animal. You can see when he's a different kind of animal at that time. And another, another name that you mentioned the other day was uh, Andre Gaval. You remember him as a young guy? I remember Andrea. In that time, is a, I'm, I trained in Jiu-Jitsu. In, it's a, Andre Gaval is a Careca student. The students under Osvaldo, too. 
And uh, Careca send uh, André Galvão all the time for Rio. And uh, I roll with André a couple times, and I always I see that he's he's a different animal too. You can see when the guys have a gift or have skills or different kind of power, you know. You can see the kids, if you not stop training, going to be good. Okay. Um, just just going over to Alex for a little bit, can you tell us a little bit about your background, who, who um, where, where you trained, who you trained with? Well, the, the my first two coaches, and that's how I uh, got you know, uh, Sergio, uh, where Master Walter Matos and uh, Master Marius Perry and uh, Walter Matos got his black belt from Sergio. Okay. So, you know, that's how I uh, remember that was, I think, 95, eh, Master, that he came to a yeah, few classes, seminar to us in, uh, in uh, south of Brazil. And, you know, like I, the legend of uh, Sergio Pena was very strong in Brazil back then. You know, it still is, you know, but I remember first time he went there and like blow my mind he's still doing yeah can you because i understand that master sergio Pena received a very great honor recently can you elaborate on it because i know he's not going to talk about himself can you elaborate on what that means the the, the belt that he received well i'm afraid i'm not getting this exactly right but i think what he got is the uh, white and red belt and i think this means 38 years of black belt is that is that right master 38 years yeah yeah so you know he got a and a funny thing it is you know like Sergio being who he is like he when he was supposed to be to be a, um, a black and red belt which is 31 years of black belt every time you go and visit his gym he was wearing a black belt he took age you know for him to accept that you know like that he should put the belt and the uh, same thing with the red and white. He, he had the time to do and then, because you heard people, issues about people putting the belt before their time. Yeah. You know, and he like, was the, I think how, how long you, you, you wait after, after you have the 38 years to? Maybe, maybe a couple of weeks. You know, it's the same if you, you change your wife. You got your wife for 38 years, you know, then you change, you're gonna feel weird, you know, that I never changed my wife, the wife's not gonna, you know, but. Let's not start rumors. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start trouble but I believe yourself. that guy, I believe if you go change, you're gonna divorce, you gotta not, man, is uh, you don't feel good in the first, until you know, but is, I take a couple of weeks, take a couple of weeks. The last time we in Vegas, I think he was supposed to be red and white, but he told me something about, I'm gonna wait, you know, the day that they make a, a ceremony or something. I went. I don't gotta put the belt myself. So they gave to him on the on the words, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, and the master words. So I remember watching the ceremony and that. So I, I saw that. But now, you, you get like just for people that don't do jujitsu or, or that might do a little bit. You talk about a red and white belt, and you you're saying that that is 38 years of jujitsu. Uh, no, no, after black uh, 38, 30, 38 years of black belt. Okay, so you have to be a black belt for 38 years. Yes. Then you get your red and white belt. Yes. So I imagine that there's not a lot of people running around with that red and white belt. Yeah, the last time is a my son see that my son Rafael tell and watch and check. Is have a 19 people there. 19 people in the world. Yeah. Have that red and white belt. Yeah. So Alex, um, when we're talking about that, it's not just the fact of like the guy sat there with a black belt for 38 years, like because um, that in and of itself is probably you know you could get your black belt and just age. Can you tell me a little bit about? Because I, I can't talk about Sergio's jiu-jitsu because 
it's it's like stupid. That's what me saying. <laughs> now look, he 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 shows the moves and he does the exact opposite. I just go, I don't want to do jujitsu or grappling anymore, <laughs> and it's stupid. But um, because I I don't like my level. Like I'm is not at a level to even get begin to to like get it. You know what I mean? So it's like having a Harvard professor explain maths to a kid. You know, it's just you could do it with a with a primary school teacher. Can you talk about his what, uh, what, what it's like? Well, I guess what happened. I can, I can talk my side of the the history. Uh, first time I went there, I think on the second day, I hand my black belt to him and say, "Mate, put this in the feet." <laughs> and he said, "Hey, relax. How how long your black belt for?" I think back there was eleven years. And he said, "Man, I'm black belt for 30, 34 years or thirty. You're gonna get there." So he, he lied to me. You know, so, but you've been a black belt yourself for 11 years. Yeah, 12 it? years now, yeah. 12 years, okay. So that, that's like a, that in and of itself, there wouldn't be a lot of people like that. That's a big achievement as well, I think, uh, anyways. Not, yeah. not really, I guess. In those days, there's so many black belts. So yeah, but, but to be working in the field, I think, I, I don't know, Master, what you, do you think? You, you, you see that it's always a big deal you're going to be a black belt, you know. That's a, sometimes the guys that some, somebody tells, you know, the, how long it takes for a guy a black belt? Uh, at least 10 years but uh, not too many people can be a black belt not too many not too many people is going to be in the level for 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 Alex, for Alex you know that's uh, because take a time take a dedication for his how lo- how many years is practice jiu-jitsu for at least 20 years you know that's a uh, that's a uh, is a lot as a lot of dedication that's a lot of dedication because you're, you're out here doing um, seminars and teaching some classes and he taught, taught a few classes to us um, in, the, in the gym and then like we have a few professional fighters, Rob, Rob was there as well, Rob, Robert Whittaker, he's middleweight world champion and he's like, I, I, don't, I don't want that guy talking to me before I fight because <laughs> it makes, makes me feel like I don't know anything. Um, so just um, I guess for anyone that is interested, just if you get a chance to, to ever be like with master Sergio Pena in, in the room just to see what he can do like it's 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 other no, no I don't can't say other level it's many 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 levels yeah. beyond and so on that going back because like again it's not just doing the jiu-jitsu for 38 years or 50 years or 100 years it's also I think the the hotbed in which that the greenhouse that that created that that effect so I guess um during that time when we spoke about these current legends like Andre Galvao and Jacare, and you remember them as boys. But then when you were coming up, your main rivals in jiu-jitsu were who? My main rival in jiu-jitsu? Yeah. A bunch of them. You can name a few of them. Yeah, but... Uh, uh, but not, not in those rivals, you know, that's, uh, you, you, in the career for jiu-jitsu, you have uh, many battles for good fighters, you know, that's... Uh, like uh, Larry Ixon and uh, uh, Mauricio Gomez, but uh, Mauricio Gomez, a uh, Roger father, is a uh, last summer when he got his white and, and red belt, he's come from my gym. And you stay two days, train with each other, share the knowledge with each other, and go dinner with each other. You know, that's a. It's rival in the back of the days. Today is not rivals anymore. No, of course. Know? But I think um, what. Uh, when, well, one of the things that's so cool is to hear you say, like, you know, Mauricio Gomez or whatever, and obviously back in the day, you, you're rivals. Like, you, yeah. you think... Yeah, you cannot be friends for the guys you're going to fight. No, no, no. 
and then now you like you said you go to dinner with them if you see each other or whatever and that that's a, that's that's pretty cool um can you tell me about some of those matches like with w- 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 because for us for, for for us like when you hear about you had a match with i don't know people that had matches with like hoyler gracie for example or you have a match with um hicks and gracie you hear about holes gracie or any of those guys and you think well what's it like to have a match with someone of that magnitude and conversely have a you had a match with sergio penna what's What's Sergio Pena's take on Mauricio Gomez match? No matches. Okay, I I I, I match with, the, with Mauricio two times. I I beat him. I'm I'm a middleweight. He's heavyweight, and uh, we match with each other with the open division. He's beat him one time. I beat him one time. You know that's a. In that time, the same the same as those you are rivals as a jiu-jitsu is a, the school is a rivals like that. You put it the both together. They both try to rip his head off, you know, with uh, no doubt about. But uh, have a mutual, mutual respect to that. And uh, uh, it's a great match, me and Mauricio. And uh, and uh, he's a, he's a great guy, you know. That's uh, I in some points in the in the I want to match with him again. And uh, but uh, I got promoted for black belt, you know. And uh, you don't have any chance for that that rematch. What was the atmosphere like in Rio at the time with that those that those all those names competing at the time and Mauricio Gomez Hicks and Gracie and et cetera, et cetera. I come from the small school, you know. I come from the school is is a uh, not have a power. Too many too much power. You see that some teams have a more like a big team for Gracie's have a lot have a lot of power today. Right? Imagine it's about 38 years ago. You know, it's a more power. It's a, it's a, it's a, lot, of, a lot of pressure under us because uh, when you come from the small school, when you uh, come from a nobody background, you know, my father is not a, is not a jiu-jitsu guy. You know, I don't have a nobody for... I just a uh, small guy, you know, and want a performance. And I guess the big team. But you know, like like a like a like a small, the guys don't have a name. I don't have nothing to lose. I just go there and do the best I can, and uh, most of the time I do it well. Sometimes I lost, and but a team is very for me is is a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure because I fight against good teams, and but I, that one is not bad because. Uh, Building the way I am today, you know, like a, I'm gonna give an example for you. One that you fight against, against the odds, and one that you fight against someone. If you're not really beating him, you're not gonna win. Make you more aggressive. Make you try finish the fight. That's come from the, my game. My game is a submission. I like submissions, you know, because uh, if you're not submitting, you're not gonna win. Because too much power for, for the for the family, the race family. You know, but I still missing that back the days. I still missing for the old days. Are oh, you still miss the, the those battles? I still missing the adrenaline. Yeah, I still missing the the challenger. You know, I still missing after the competition. You know, when the guys is everybody tell, oh, you don't have any chance, and 
against the odds, you see you, you have a chance. You can do it, you know? It's just that the environment's like that. You competed against Hickson as well? Yeah, I competed against Hickson. Because that's, that's a, a famous competition, a famous match that people have spoken about. Can you speak on it? Yeah. I beat him for 90 minutes and a half. He's beating me for 30 seconds. But his 30 seconds more affected my nine, my nine minutes and a half. Yeah, yeah. What, what, so were you guys the same weight? Are you the same size? Same weight, same size. Everybody tell I'm bigger than him, but I, we have the same division. I have a maybe one, one kilo or two kilos more than him, you know, but I, it's the same. But the, everybody tell, oh, you're bigger than him. You go for the open division or, or, or no, you know, I'm not bigger. Two, two kilos against one kilo against, uh, above just someone is not, not show you bigger than him. You know, um, correct me if I'm wrong, was this a match, for, and obviously I wasn't there at the time, um, but this match was very anticipated in Rio at the time, like it had been building for a long time, the Sergio Pena Hicks and Gracie yeah, match? Yeah, I think not, not, the, not the, 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 the match against Hickson, because uh, in the beginning, I suppose we fight with a, a compete with against Hollis. Hollis is the, the best guy for the Gracie, family. Yeah. You know, and did you I, ever compete against him? I never have a chance because uh, he. I supposed to be competing in that competition with the Hollis, and uh, some reason why uh, switch Hollis for Hickson. Okay, well, it was not a match. It was a was a, was a, was a division, a comp that is a division that you got to compete with. Uh, with yeah, with the, with the, with the Hollis, I was supposed to be competing with the Hollis in the in the open division. Okay. Because Hollis is smaller than me. Hollis, I think, have a 72 kilos, 70 kilos or 72. He's, 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 uh, he's the best guy for the family. The Hollis was? Family. Oh, yeah. He's uh, no doubt about You know, when I go, I go compete with him, I have a 10 kilos more than him, but uh, I go, I train, hard, I train hard for beating him, but uh, today's, be clear, maybe I don't have any chance against him. He was that good? He's that good. He's good. You've, have you trained with him? No. Osvaldo, Osvaldo teaching him in private, stand up. Is Osvaldo okay. his coach, uh, judo coach for Hollis. And uh, my day one, I started training jiu-jitsu. Osvaldo always talking about Hollis, how good he's are, how technical he's are, how he's hard, how his mind, how is he strong, you know. And it's, that's a, a Hollis' mind, mind. Yeah. supposed to be my idol. At this time, he had a bit of uh, wrestling knowledge as well, because I know that he... He was playing for his time. In, in, in that time, I think it's a one year after that, is the wrestling come from Brazil. And the Hollies, I think, is for the first I bring wrestling for Brazil. He's American. His mom is American. And he's traveled all over. The, all over I come, always come for America for for training wrestlings. Okay. You know, is that is the, the first Jiu-Jitsu guys with an open mind. He's and he did judo because Osvaldo had the judo background. Yes. So he did. So he did judo. He was obviously a Gracie, so he, uh, unprecedented. And, yeah. and his mum was from the US, so he, Com he compete wrestling. Compete wrestling, yeah. And a, and, a, and more like a, <laughs> before is a, a, the mentality for ju the 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 jujitsu before you know is a, oh you don't need nothing else just jujitsu. That's a big mistake. Everybody can see today. If you put it wrestling together with the jiu-jitsu or re wrestling together with the jiu-jitsu and together with the judo you 
building better fighters. You build, building guys with a better knowledge. And I, even today, I saw a lot of wrestling coach resist jiu-jitsu. I saw more wrestling coach resist jiu-jitsu than jiu-jitsu coach resist wrestling. You, 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 want, you understand what I'm talking about? 100%. And uh, I don't know why, because that the bows... The grappling, eh? It's a grappling. It's come together. It's gonna be, it's, a, it's gonna be a better fighter. It's a way better fighter. That's a big proof. Is that that uh, my son? You know, that's a, he's doing the jujitsu for his whole life, and it's come for the wrestling and improve his game is in, insane. So your boy, because I, I know the story. Can you tell the story about your boy? Uh, I have a, I have a three. I have a two boys, and uh, Rafael and uh, and uh, and the Duda. But Duda is uh, involved with the, with the fight, and uh, he's a. He's a very talented kid, you know, in the, in the train jiu-jitsu, good in jiu-jitsu, and... I know. Hundred percent. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, I, in the high school, you know, in U.S., every high school have a wrestling. Every high school have a wrestling. And uh, I tell him, actually, in the first year for the high school, he's broke his back, not in wrestling, in soccer. Play soccer, he's broke his soccer. back. Yeah, see? Dangerous point. Dangerous point. Tell me. In the first year for the high school, he's kind of practically wrestling. He's used a brace for three months, and then in the second year, he's go for wrestling. And team, without no wrestling, without no any rules for wrestling, you know, with just the background with the jiu-jitsu and the background for judo. And his record is a 55 and 5, something like that. And I say, what's, I don't tell he's athletic in that time. I don't tell he's good in that time, but uh, what's bringing him the skill like that? It was a jiu-jitsu bring the yeah, skill Yeah, he's been that. grappling since a little boy. He yeah. w- learned to walk on the mat, you, you told me. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, uh, but I want to start learning wrestling, the training, the mentality, the, how he's going to push him, make us better. Matter I'll be honest, uh, that Sergio is in my place now and it's pretty divided, you know, like we probably, from him, like he talks 50% about wrestling, 50% about jiu-jitsu, he's full into wrestling now, you know, if do that. Yeah, I tell, I tell, I tell the wrestling is still my son <laughs> because just before he's a jiu-jitsu guy, you know, but it's good for him. I have to, I love wrestling today. Okay, what's make me into more wrestling? My son, if I try helping him. You know, and now I I know I understand the mentality, I understand how working those guys are, you know, and you have to respect, you know, you compete with the national, you know, do the guy third in the in the nation in in in, in U.S. State champion is a state champion with a two years, three years for wrestling. You got a one third place and one one the last senior year is state champion, and you just got a medal like that. And the guys compete so hard like that, and you have to respect. Yeah, and then next week you got a new tournament. Yeah. 55 match, maybe 55, 60 match. And put it like that, the Caesar for high school is uh, three months. 55 match in three months. Probably not, I, do, I, don't, I, 
Probably don't. I'm sure I don't do the 55 match in my, 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 my whole career for Jiu-Jitsu. You know, how tough the kids are, how, you know. And he's on a scholarship now at? Uh, uh, Colorado Mesa University. You know, he's got a scholarship. He's go for Wyoming first. Uh, Minnesota too, because he was in the program at Minnesota, wasn't yeah, he? He's go for Minnesota. Program, yeah. yeah, he's go for Minnesota. Yeah, he's go for Minnesota. Minnesota, some some cloud Minnesota, and uh, it's not adapt. Uh, I talked to him many times. If you're not if you're not happy, you don't get performance. You know, you can be the best college in the world. You can go for the best college in the world, the best team in the world. If you don't have a, if you're not happy, you don't get performance. It's impossible. First condition for you for you for your performance if you do if you like the place you train if you like your coach and you trust and you like he's missing home all the time and now he's go for next last year he's a red shirt he's have to sit one year for be transfer and is is now is in the Colorado uh, Colorado Mesa you you fall into it eh? you understand no no I understand everything you're saying yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, going back to when we're talking about, so we, we spoke a little bit about it. Can you talk about the actual match you had with Hickson? Like the match, how the match transpired, how it developed and, and what occurred in the match? Yeah, what, what I can tell is a, like a, the match is a... Sorry, and I just want to say this because to maybe to you is a match like, it's a match and you can talk about 30 other matches, but I think for everyone else, it's like Sergio Pena and Hickson Gracie, look, I, I, if I had Michael Jordan here and... Charles Barkley, I want to hear what they thought in the match. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? In the basketball game. Do, do you know he has a video of this match? Oh, I beg him to show me. Yeah, well, I, I, when I, I yeah. die, you can see. That's what he says. <laughs> but but I also want to, I know like you have the video of it, but I, I want to know like, what you know, what, what was the situation going on there at the time? What was the match like? What was the feeling like between the, the you, both of you at the time? Because... For for all of us, it's it's not just a match. We like we want to know like, you know what? Is a is a, a great Hicks is a great man. It's a great fight. You know, there's a good fight. You know, there's no doubt about. It. He's he's beating me. You know, but in that time is you 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 have to come. You have to see the kid's twenty years old. I have a twenty years old. You're both the same age. He's a Hicks. One, I think is one year older than me. Okay. You know, but put it like that. You put the one fighters today by himself against the big against one big team. You know, when the guys have a support, he don't have a support. His whole family support him. You know, his fathers, uncle, uncles. You know, his cousins. You know, the families are huge. Just I have a tradition in jiu-jitsu. Imagine if you have a one kid like me, twenty years old, tough. You know, but. Three years from jiu-jitsu, fights against good mats, against the big name for jiu-jitsu, without any support. You know, that's make a difference. That's make a difference. You know, that's a. Uh, what do you mean by support? Support. Uh, support for for. Osvaldo is a great coach. Is in the mat, you know, in the teaching jiu-jitsu super well, you know, that's uh, have a, no a lot of knowledge, but uh, sometimes you gotta be a, be, a, be a coach in the match, teaching jiu-jitsu, sometimes it's not the best guys for be a coach in the corner. Right, right. That makes sense? 100%. You know, and uh, in that time, uh, 
And that time, I think, is uh, uh, if you come from me and say, uh, Sergio Holding, you got a lot of points on top. You don't have to submit him because I want to finish him. Probably got to win the fight. You understand that? Sometimes Osvaldo is a, is, I have a one, I don't know if they do it wrong or do it right, but uh, he's, if you put him, if he's in the, in the corner or put his picture, it's the same thing. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. He's my friend. He's my coach. He's teach me jujitsu. But that's a that's a real story, you know. And sometimes the coach have to scream for you. Sometimes have to go. Oh, no, you have to no go forward, for, go back, you know. And that's exactly what happened. I think is a uh, the 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 Hicks or maybe have a at least ten guys in this corner, and uh, or more experience. And, uh, experience, you know. That's a uh, and I imagine like that. I go, <clears throat> I go to the match. The referee is a Mansoor. He's a Ilio Gracie student. And that time is that I have a two judges, three judges. Two judges? I don't remember. But it's a, I have a two or three judges, right? And I have a center one. Everyone is a Gracie student. You know? Imagine one come, one kid's coming that 20 years old, good, tough, yeah, tough. Maybe maybe tough, tough kid, but with against a whole family. I think if you put in the scale like that, it's uh, make a difference. And uh, I don't not 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 tell nothing, but is uh, Hickson can tell. I think I have a kids one one month one month before. I have a broken ribs. You know, you know that's uh, back the days. Uh, the match is uh, it's got a delayed so many so many months, and you know, I got hurt. Bad luck for me. And but I don't excuse. You now he's 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 performance well. You know he's he's resisted the whole pressure I give for him. Uh, I think he's doing a good job. Uh, I have to do a little bit more that thirty seconds better. Then but, I gotta but, win. But can we say as well? The, the, I mean. The job of the, the, the fighter is fight. The job of call out or go ahead with a fight is the coach's job. Can we say that as well? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a, it's a good fight. It's a long story, it's a, it's a make sure it's a, it's a good fight, it's a, it's a good match. Probably if I, if, I, if I play different, nobody gonna talk to the match about today. You know, probably if, if I win the fight, the fight's not relevant anymore. Uh, it's important like that. I, I, I push him. I, I want to finish him. I got a points ahead for him, but it's the instance I have is a finish him. Imagine if I play by the points only. Yeah, but say that. Yesterday, you may, he, my, we made two seminars yesterday. We had two seminars, one in Central Coast, Great Central Coast, and another one in the city here at uh, Legacy with uh, uh, shout out for Thiago Bryan for having us there. And I noticed, you know, after, because they asked, can you show something from half guard? Can you show something from guard? All that side controls. Every single situation he shows something was a submission. That, that, so, you know, yeah, that that's was, how you play. Yeah, that exactly. was the other thing when uh, Rob asked about the situation from the guy being on all fours the other day when we were, when we were training. And, like, every situation was a finish. Yeah. Every situation you're going for the finish. Yeah, that's the, that's the truth. That's the, the place I come from. This, you remember what I tell when I when I started jujitsu, when 
a blue belt, on the purple. If you go fight against the Gracies, is a you have to finish. Small school against big schools, that's the way you're working. Or you finish, you're not going to win. That's the way you play as well. That's the way I play. I don't play for, for points, I play for finish. You know, all my life is like that, you know. Chakare always spoke like that. He always spoke about he'd go for the finish. He'd go for the finish, go for the finish, go for the finish. We come in the ground, we have the same coach. Osvaldo is the same coach. That's the mentality he brings for the match. You know, that's a, it's a good mentality. It's a good mentality. Andrei well, it's Gavon, very definitive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, you know, it's a, it looks like a, it looks like if you beat those guys for points, you you don't beat him. I think I think another point as well that worth to make for about Sergio's school is because you know, like we we know that uh, there is some schools like especially now that they they, I mean, they don't play just within the IFPJJ rules that doesn't allow you to heel hook, doesn't allow you to neck crank at Sergio's school. They always could do any submission. Any, any submission is allowed. Any submission is allowed. It's a jiu-jitsu, you know. That's a neck crank. Is a, uh, you always train like this. You never... I always train like that. Any belt can do any submission. Any belts can do any submission. You know, that's a... You cannot take the jiu-jitsu page and just rip her off and throw away, you know. You cannot teach him... For me, I think... I cannot, you cannot teach him, oh, it's not allowed for blue belt. It's not allowed for purple. Is allowed for brown and black. Is a bad habit coming? You know, if you're not teaching everything is in the beginning. If you take your son in the first day, you know, start teaching right things for him. You believe he's gonna learn and want to have a 17, 18 years old? And not many people get hurt in your gene anyway. No, it, of course, sometimes a guy hurts. It's a contact sport. Is some guys got hurt. Some guys go a little bit beyond. But a black belt's not. Not black belt's purple belt. Brown belt, he's already have a control for the submission. Of course, got hurt sometimes, or the guys roll for the wrong side, or the guys roll, roll for an, another side. But don't teaching him. Back in the days, they use their sport, don't have too many competition. It's more for self defense. How are you gonna not gonna teach a heel hook if somebody gonna bully in the school against the big guy? You gonna teach him not gonna pop his knee? You understand? That's a self defense sport. He understands better than anybody no, else, man. I'm telling you. You know, neck cranks and heel hook, Fab does understand. Yeah, but if you take <laughs> no, if you take the rules today, if you take a jiu-jitsu rules today, listen, a lot of black belts don't know how gonna apply heel hooks. Why is the Brazilians have a lot of a, a lot of problem with that grappling America, just a good in heel hooks? Because for the all the career he's have. Oh, it's not allowed heel hooks. It's not allowed neck crank. Everything is allowed, you know? Everything is allowed. You have to keep everything in the book. Um, just sort of segueing onto something else here, because uh, all this, you're a Brazilian dude. We spoke about you in Rio, but you live in Las Vegas. Yes. And uh, you are, if I'm not mistaken, you are a commercial pilot as well? Yes, I fly for... That's uh, it gets better, right? Eh, <laughs> it just keeps getting better. That's uh, that's uh, I love jujitsu, you know. That's uh, yeah, I, I, I love the sport, but I, I, I reached the, the the top level in the sport in Brazil in my time. But you don't make any money, you 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 have to live in, you know. That's uh, you don't have any future, as you you know. Then I, I decide for I have a couple of students, my is a pilot, 
Then on one day, okay, everybody have a one day and think, and say, what are you gonna do? You wanna have a 20, you have a doubts in your mind, right? You, I'm good in that sport, I don't wanna live in the sport, but I, I need to make money, what, what are you supposed to have to do? And I talked to my friend, he's a pilot for Verigi, you know, he's come from here, and, and I know he's a pilot, he's a, my friend, I say, what do you like to do? I say, man, I like, I like your job. I like what you're doing. Fly, different countries, you know, sleep in nice hotels, you know. But why you don't do it? I say, man, I'm not as smart. It's a, what's mean you're not as smart? I say, I'm not, I, in them, that time I think is a, that when the guy's a pilot, is almost a, a flying the spaceship for, for moon, you know, you're working for NASA. I say, no, no, it's not like that. Then I gave me steps, and he said, no, do, you do, do your physical exam. I don't think you have any problem with physical, the, the way you're training, I believe, not believe you You have any problem with physical. And I say, I go, do the physical, I pass him, then I come for him, I show my certificate, physical, I say, good, good. Now you go for the, you go for the class and gonna study. I say, study? Yeah, you have to study a little bit, right? But just as you jiu-jitsu, when I do jiu-jitsu for so many years like that, it looks like your brain shrink, <laughs> you know? And uh, then I start study, you know, I start go for the assign for classes. I remember my first day for classes, it's a funny day. The guys speak my own language, but it looks like a Russia for me. I, I never understand what I say, you know, because I, I'm not building for be a pilot. I, and, uh, and all the kids in the class, is, uh, his father's a pilot, his grandfather's a pilot. Then my first class for, I remember my first class for jiu-jitsu, I got a beat up bad. And, and I train hard, I'm hard working, and I learn in the sport. And I, just, I, I, I think myself, I say, mm, I think it's gonna be the same process. Focus your whole, your, all your energy, 24 hours for learning that. If I have to read it the same page 20 times, 30 times, I'm gonna read the, the page 20 times, 20, uh, 30 times. It's the same process I have in jiu-jitsu. I'm not the most skilled in the class, as well the class. I'm not the most athletic kid in the class. I'm just hard-working, working hard. And, uh, and I'm working hard, and eventually I got my license. Then I got my job in the airlines, a major airline in Brazil, that, that time is a Trans-Brazil Airlines. I worked in there for 20 years. And when the uh, Trans Brazil Airlines uh, go for the bank road after September 11, I you, go for you, the Europe. You, you, you got to be an international captain there? No, a, in, in, I do all the training for being international captain in Trans Brazil, but uh, the Trans Brazil closed the door before I got upgrade for captain. Okay. But uh, when I go to another company, a BRA in Brazil, I'm a captain of the BRA, then I go for the Portugal for Euro Atlantic Airways. I was captain of the Euro Atlantic Airways. Then I, I work in the Euro Atlantic Airway in Portugal, so I, I'm an international captain there. And then you moved to Vegas? <laughs> no, then I stay, when I, when I go to Portugal, my wife, my wife's family is from Vegas. These are Brazilians immigrate from Vegas. And uh, my wife didn't wanna go to Portugal. She wanna stay with her mom and his father, her father. And I, every two months, I have a two, day, two months. Uh, every two months, I have a 15 days off. 
and I take my days off, so I go stay with my wife and kids. I stay like that for two years. And after two years, I say, man, that's not life. You know, that's uh, living by yourself, not see your kids grow, you know, and see your wife every two months. How long ago was that, man? 2000, 2001, 2002. So Duda was a, what, two years old, a baby? No, Duda, I think, is five or six years old. Then uh, you see that kids, baby like that, today is when kids grow, it's okay, but when back the days, it make a lot of difference. Then uh, I decide I don't, wanna, I don't wanna fly anymore. Then I just come to teaching Jiu-Jitsu. Okay, and so now you're, you're based out of Las Vegas, you have a gym in Las Vegas, and you've been very, you've had a lot of hospitality towards us every time we've been in Vegas, we've always been able to go there, visit, train basically use it as our base there and um i think for all of rob's fights it's been a big difference for us and our success there um just having our own place to 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 go and train um it's nothing against ufc ufc has always been very hospitable as well they've always offered the performance institute and whatnot but it's not the same as having basically your own gym you know so that that's that that's phenomenal and um we can play soccer there as well. Man, we played soccer. <laughs> we killed them. We killed it. And we always beat them, the young ones. <laughs> yeah. Always smash them. Um, and you're so you've you, you've had a lot of fighters come through there. You've trained a lot of fighters yourself. Yeah, I trained a couple of ones. I trained Frank Mir. I I, I working with Stefan Bonner. I working before with a uh, for sometimes with a uh, a forest, you know, and uh, hitch hearing. Roy Nelson, you know, I don't tell my fighters. I tell my fighters more Frank, you know, that's training a long time with me. And uh, did you train with Frank when he was a little kid with you? No, it's, I started teaching Frank when I have a maybe twenty or twenty-one. Was, if I'm not mistaken, he came from a karate background. His dad was a karate guy or something like I that. I think it's a taekwondo back, background. Yeah. I think his father did the taekwondo. Yeah, and then he came over to you. As a white belt, or no, he's come from the blue belt. So he was a blue belt when he came to your gym. He, yeah, he's not basically he's not come from my gym. He, he's uh, I bring one of those my students for Vegas. Uh, his name is uh, Ricardo, and uh, and uh, Frank is his students. And every time his Frank is fights, I help Frank. I help his uh, Ricardo for. So Ricardo Frank. gave the blue belt to Frank. I think Ricardo gave a blue belt for Frank. Okay. And then uh, I think cause, uh, we gi- I gave purple, brown, and black. To Frank Me For Frank Me. Were you with Frank Me when he broke Tim Sylvie's arm? I'm the last fight I coached him. The last fight I stayed in his corner when he's broken Tim Silver. Okay, what was that like? It's, uh, it surprised me because, uh, uh, not surprised me, you know, that's... Uh, and the, the time I saw he's broken the arm, I said, man, it's the worst arm bar I see in my life. As in technically? Is it technically? <laughs> okay. You yeah. know, the, the worst arm bar I see in my life, I, I don't realize he got broken the arm because he's not got the joint. Yeah, he's he not broke, deeper. Broke key. Broke the, the forearm. Yeah, broke the middle of the forearm. And and I, when I see that, I say, that, that kid's pretty strong. He's very strong, you know? Then I realized, man, when the guy is strong like that, doesn't matter if you have a worse armbar you see, it's gonna break it, you know? But uh, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's deserved, you know? He's, 
you know, he's deserved. He's, he's beat the guy, you know. Um, another exciting time then would have been dur during that time frame because you were coaching a lot of high-level people. You were also flying in and out of Japan, coaching fighters yeah. in pride, not just in the UFC. Yeah, it's a hitch hearing. Hitch hearing is a... I go for the Heath Herring's a couple of times, maybe three or four times in Japan. What was Heath Herring like to, to coach in the jiu-jitsu? Heath is a different guy. He's, Heath, he is, I tried teaching jiu-jitsu for him, but it's impossible teaching jiu-jitsu for him. He is having own jiu-jitsu. He's used to tell me, he's a surgeon, I do Texas jiu-jitsu. That means a Texas jiu-jitsu. <laughs> and uh, he's super strong. He's ever some something is that normal people don't have for heavyweights. Is a I, I roll him a lot of times and uh, what he he's uh, surprised me all the time. He can put his back flat in the ground and he's he's stay or four in the same time, almost in the same time. You you know what I mean? You know what I'm so, talking about? Like he can he's, he's flexible guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a flexible guy. If the guy's put his back flat, his hip move almost L4. Okay, so like he can bridge basically. Yeah, or his, after you put your legs L4, put your upper body L4, it's gonna be easy. That's the reason he's tell he's doing the Texas Jiu Jitsu. That's the reason he's tell he's doing the Texas Jiu Jitsu. I say, that Texas Jiu Jitsu is this, you know? It's not better. You not, not matter. It's, it's not as better. You learning the regular jujitsu, but uh, you try teaching something, right? But if somebody don't want to learning, nothing you can do. So he did very little jujitsu with you. No, he's come for all the classes. Okay, but it's hard for teaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. You, you understand what I'm talking 100%, about? Yeah, yeah. Basically, he's come for my gym. I coach him, but uh, he's come for roll with those guys. He's come for roll with the Roy. Come for a roll with the Frank. Come for a roll with the the, the, the guys I have in Jiu-Jitsu in the gym. How much work did you do with Roy Nelson? Maybe uh, six months. Maybe six months. Good. Roy is not looks in shape, but is always in shape. We were at the back with him for one of Rob's fights, and he like he look he just looks like a monster. Listen. I think that Roy have a good ground. You don't believe how, how good he is in the ground. You know, he's good in the ground. Have a heavy hands, heavy stamina for 10 rounds. Sometimes you look at Roy, you think it's, a, it's just a fat guy. It's not, he's not a fat guy. No, he's, he's always in shape. When he was at, remember? Were you, yeah, you, yeah. yeah, it was a uh, Jacare's fight. Yeah, and he, he's like a bear. He's got a, a belly, but, yeah. but even the belly's not. Uh, one, Roy do it one time in the gym, I, 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 I see, man, how is the guys can do that? You see when the guys lay down on your back, jump and stay in your uh, Yeah, yeah. And I look at, how is the fat guys can do that? I cannot do that in that time. And he's doing that. He's, I saw he's training for hours and hours and hours, not hours, but, I'm, but like that. When the guy's training for 40, 50 minutes, he's in shape. 100%. You understand? When I go, when I train, train with the heat, train with the Frank, come back for the heat, go for the Frank. He's not, he's not that looks like a, is, yeah. is a, just a beer guy, 
Nah. No. He's in, he's in shape. That surprised me, Roy. He's a good guy, too. He's a good guy. So, so you've, uh, what was, what, uh, who you were flying with, uh, who were you flying to Japan with? Heat? Heat. Harry? Heat, yeah. All the, all the time I go to Japan, I, fl- I go with the Heat. Another interesting thing regarding Japan, and that caused a little bit of controversy, I think, at the time, was uh, you, did you train Sakuraba? Yeah, I got, a, I got, I got paid one time for go for the Sakuraba for stay one month with the him. One, one month, one month and a half with the him in Japan. And you've had, but I not got, I not got paid for go for Sakuraba. I go for work with a uh, Takada. Oh, okay. And uh, Sakuraba is a part of the team for 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 Takada. Yeah, Takada Dojo. Yeah, yeah. What at the time though there was a rivalry between Sakuraba and the Gracie family. No, it was before that. Okay. Is I stayed with the Sakuraba right, right before, maybe one month before uh, his fall with uh, Conan Silvera in the in UFC. In UFC in Japan. He fought him twice in that night. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. 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 And I, 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 you were with him then? No, no, I'm not with him. I just got paid for stay two months with him, one month and a half or two months. You know, then I go back for Brazil. And he's another guy you mentioned to me before that he didn't look the, the greatest in the gym, but he turned up to every class, but he could turn it on on the night. You talk about Sakuraba? Yeah. Listen, that time, uh, in that time, is uh, I saw Sakuraba, uh, the way he have it, those guys in contract, right? He's, those guys just training the whole week there, sleep in the gym, you know? And the weekend, those guys go home. In the time I go there, I know those, you know, it's a, how the fighters in Japan like that, like like you go drink, like uh, have your life, always smoking, you know. But it's in the gym, no, in the gym is those guys uh, training hard, you know. It's like a, like an army, it's very disciplined. You have to be like that, you know. You know, the discipline in Japan is insane. Yeah, absolutely. So now your your school you have a can you talk a little bit about your school? My school in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, my school in Vegas is a is most today. Uh, uh, I like work with the regular students. You know, you know the professional is uh, for me is a the experience I have with the professional is a not good experience for me. You know, take too much of time. You know. I prefer today's uh, teaching regular students and uh, make a better man's, better kids. You know, I think it's like that. So my school is, uh, I'm gonna tell you, it looks like a, a jungle. And every jungle have to be ecologically balanced. I have a lions, but not too many lions, you know? Yeah. I have a deers. I have a couple of snakes, not too many you snakes. Have as well. I have a fighters, yeah, but I, but not too many, not yeah, too many. Yeah, there's two. Uh, I have a I have a chiri, chiri Chirijukwani, yeah. Anthony. Uh, Anthony, every six months, maybe two days, Anthony come. <laughs> I have to show. Yeah, yeah. Can can you talk about them? Because uh, I, I followed their career a lot, both as well. Anthony Jukwani. Both. Yeah, Anthony. Anthony's my good friend. I like Anthony. Anthony is have a potential. Is amazing hands, amazing kickboxing. Uh, 
His jiu-jitsu is a... Uh, he's no... I can't teach him jiu-jitsu for Anthony survive jiu-jitsu, you know? Because if the guy's not come too much for the gym, what I can do? You know, that's... Uh, I teach him... Uh, he's, he's a good... He's hard for submit in the cage. In the cage, it's hard for control him in the cage. But he's a good guy. It's just I have to listen more and working more hard. have to be more disciplined. And his brother? Chiri, Chiri. What I say about Chiri? Chiri still have a chance for be a good fighter. He just have to change the how, way he thinks. How old is him? Uh, I think Chiri have a 26. Same yeah. as Rob. Yeah, he's amazing hands, a lot of speed, you know, kick, hard kick. His jiu-jitsu level, put like that, uh, maybe purple bell, you know, and uh, it just have to fix some mistakes, you know, wake up early a little bit more, working hard a little bit more, if you do that, it's gonna be a good fight. This is uh, one of those conversations we've had a lot. I think I've had with you a few times. I have with people like, uh, you know, with the, with the fighters and whatnot. And I, I don't even think it's just with fighting. I think it's with anything you want to do in your life. You know, if you with any relationship, if there's 24 hours in a day and you speak to your wife for 10 minutes, then you're gonna have a shit relationship. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> And uh, I think it's the same relationship you have with yourself that you have with your job, with your career. Uh, I, I think sometimes I speak to people and they go, how much, how often do your guys train? Not my guys, but you know, the guys from the gym, but how often do they train? Thing and you say, oh, Rob does, he does four or five sessions a day, depending on the day. Um, adds up to X amount, of, X amount of hours. I think he does 20, 22 sessions a week. And people say, you know that's too much he, he should do this he should do that and my answer to that is always it's not too much if that's what you're doing if if you're if you're if you don't if you're trying to do that but then you finish training and then you go and have a beer at the pub you know and you get drunk that night then you go to the nightclub then no you, you 22 sessions you're not going to be able to do but if you're a fighter and you want to be world champion or you want to be very good at whatever you do then if you do those sessions, you go home, sleep, eat, see your family, plenty of time to, yeah. do, to yeah. do it. And uh, one of the things that, um, it's not the first time you, we spoke, but like last time you spoke, and I think a couple of times in Vegas, we spoke about it. And um, it's bad for them because like I was speaking to Sergio and Sergio is like, well, I train six days, nine hours a day. And then I know that when I spoke to Rob about it, Rob's like, oh, don't, don't, <laughs> yeah, because he had no friend in Sergio. Do you know what I mean? To 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 uh, speak we, about we, it. We we we've been speaking a lot about uh, pretty much what what we do, what you do, you know. And uh, Sergio can doesn't stop to tell me like uh, these guys they they don't realize how lucky they are to have someone like Fab behind them, and you know. And and I know you're gonna say the whole team. Oh, the whole fact, you know, like you the, the you are the engine behind, you know, and you're working Eric and. Yeah, that's no. a, I think it's, a, it's like that. Roberts is is a lucky to have you behind him, guys. It's, a, it's not doubt about. It's, I think those guys don't realize. Uh, some sometimes 
sometimes misunderstand. You know, when I work with the, with the Frank or, or, or what those guys fight with the Chidi or Anthony, I'm not there because of the money. I'm not there because of the money. Because I there because of the project for make is better. You know, make is win. I hate lost. If you gonna if you're gonna play soccer with me, I'm horrible in soccer, but I don't want to lost. Yeah, yeah, I'm you, you understand? That's that's the way it have to be. Those guys have to be like that. The guys deal well with the lost. Something wrong with him, okay? The guys lost to go for the nightclub. I don't understand. <laughs> Celebrate what? You know, it's a. I use be when I train and when I compete in Brazil. If I win Saturday, Monday I'm gonna be in the gym because I. It's a passing what I win, you know. That's a, if I lost, I've got depressed. But in the Monday, I'm gonna be in the gym the same way. But some guys not not have the same mentality, you know. Think is <laughs> a, you know, of course I want to make Anthony or Chidi one. I, I make those guys successful. I make those guys make money, you know. In guarantee, you like me, I give a chance for those guys. Like, what are you gonna do with your money? Because I, I see so many guys do it, throw his money in the trash, buy a motorcycle. See, how is the, how is the fighter can buy a motorcycle after, the, after they make it $300,000 or $400,000? That's the worst you can do. You know, I tell those guys and those guys buy a motorcycle. What you can do, you know? You, you, um, you, you, those, those years, like from 17 to, 24 what was your training day look what did your training day look like I I, I like I like tell jiu jitsu is the my medicine you know uh, I, I I I drive my angry for something in jiu jitsu then I start training like a normal guy one hour a day one hour three times a week then I feel so well, I increase the dose for my medicine. Two hours, four, six, basically in the, when you're young, you're training four hours and a half in the morning, four hours and a half in the night. How you many just, days a week? You use training six days a week. Saturday is just the morning section. Just for, just four hours on a Saturday morning. Yeah, just in just the four hours. Then. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> just the four hours in the morning and uh, and uh, Sunday. Sunday, I don't tell rest. I like play volleyball in the beach, you know. And uh, in the summer in Rio is very hard. Sometimes you lost four pounds in the end of the day. That's my basic day rest. I do something like I do sport, but. Uh, it's a different sport, and uh, I'm not the nightclub guys. I, if I drink, I drink one beer. You know, that's a. It's like that. When the guys, I, I like what I do. If somebody, somebody tells, oh, you don't like nightclub, I say, listen, I feel the fish of the water in nightclub. I don't know how I'm gonna dance. In. I don't know how I'm gonna move. Is I feel I feel weird in that place. You know, I feel good in a match, and uh, that's the. That's uh, when I tell you, I have a boring life. Boring for someone, but I like it. I like the way I live. I come in Vegas, I teach in my gym and come back home. 
and come back for teaching tonight. And uh, after teaching tonight, I like to see the soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> well, which one? I have a one in Brazil now, and uh, I have a Brazilian channel. And uh, <laughs> and uh, me and my wife go see all the time. But uh, I forgot the name. Can you believe he called his wife not to know how it's going? <laughs> For real? Yeah, he <laughs> 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 yeah, that's, in the beginning, I criticize her so much, right? I say, but why you can see that? How you can see that? Then I sit a little bit. I start watching. <laughs> now I hook it up. <laughs> yeah, right. Dave, do you have some questions for Sergio from a yeah. perspective as a it, teacher and whatnot? Yeah, definitely. I, I watched a clip of yours and you spoke around um, when you rolled with someone, you actually understand their personality and what they're like as a human being more um i could be paraphrasing that wrong but you just said that generally like if someone's a naturally bad person on in life you you will feel it on the mat can you, you explain can, that and you, alex if you've had a similar experience uh, alex uh, alex and, and, and fabrice who can answer there because the guys live in the match the same way i live you see when the guy's good person in the match you know everybody can hide yourself for maybe a week can show oh I, i'm a nice guy but if you're training the guys with the then six neck months, someone, you know. oh <laughs> no, you can neck crank him, but no, you, <laughs> you can you can neck crank him but with have, love, I must. with the love, yeah, with the love is a nice, right? <laughs> but that's the true. You know the people. You know the people in the match. You know, you can you have an idea what's the, his uh, personality. Some guys very shine, somebody's more aggressive, you know. Some some guys like uh, doubt all the time. And or some guys don't believe in you. And I say sometimes my guys, man, I tell you for do something. You pay me for don't listen? Don't make any sense for me. You come here for what? You know? I don't looking for you. You're looking for me. You're not gonna listen what I say? I cannot help you, you know? But that's, that's a true. That's the most, how you say, the most clear is, uh, is situations you can imagine if you put the guys in the match. In the match, everything is involved. Pride, ego, fear, doubts, you know? Every, every feeling you have, you have in the match. And uh, you can see when those guys in the match, everything come out, right? Absolutely, for Everything's sure. come out for, for the people. I don't tell is 100% I'm right, but I put it like that, 90%. Alex, any comment? I couldn't agree more. But, um, another thing, um, I'm interested in, like um, Fab and I spoke about this a fair bit around sort of, um, the lack in today's sort of day and age, everything's fast. It's no, no one actually does an apprenticeship or a traineeship like they used to, where you're saying that, you know, you went through a whole different stages to get to a master. And then even at, as a master, you're still acknowledging that you're learning and then you there's still more to take on. Do you, how do you feel in today's day and age around people not actually taking their time to do the basics and growing? Can I uh, say yep. something just before thing? Because like even, I don't know, the term master to me for Sergio is even, yeah, not, not even it, it doesn't do him justice. Because like, if you think of like just 
so, sorry to no, take away, then you can yeah. ask it again. Like, if you think in terms of academia, there's like, you know, people that are, you know, that, that they are a source on a thing, you quote that person, etc. And uh, then there's university professors, and then there's people that, there's a handful of those people in the world. And so Sergio is like one of, like he said, 19, 20, maybe 20, oh. I don't know, 19 people. Let's say there's not, but let's say there's only 50 people in the world that can do that level of engineering or, or architecture. And so Sergio sits in that group of people and to, to be able to just talk to him and get that understanding, I think anyone that gets to that level of um, in any field, yeah. that, that, that's a level we're talking about with, yeah. with him. So that's, um, so yeah, and yeah. So, so it gives even more strength to what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that journey, like that, that's not you know overnight thing and you can wake up and you can magically do something. What, what would you say to young kids now who just want to be the best but not do the hard work? Listen, uh, I, first, I'm not cons considered the best, you know. I don't, I don't feel like that about myself. When I start, I, I start jiu-jitsu. I never, I never have an idea I'm going to be in jiu-jitsu for so long like that. I just fell in love with the sport. And uh, I don't believe you're gonna be a black belt. But as soon as I fall in love with the sport, I'm gonna be, oh, I wanna be, I wanna be the best I can. The best blue belt first, you know? Somebody, the guys tell me, uh, 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 listen, you don't realize, I, I don't have a plan for, for, for be a red and black belt or red belt, you know? I don't have a plan. I don't believe you're gonna live in so long the way you're living today. And, uh, but I, when I do it, I do it the best I can, you know? Everything in my, in my life, whatever I do it, I wanna do it the best. I wanna do it well. I come for the stage. I don't believe you're gonna be a good black belt, and uh, I wanna be a good blue belt first, you know? Then I got a purple. Man, I gotta do a great job for be a good purple belt. You jumped brown belt, eh? I jumped brown belt, but I wonder you think... One of only a few people to do that too, eh? Yeah, maybe. The, the first one, because Oswald is famous for it, you're the first one that... I'm he, the first one he's, he's given. But, but that's, that's the point. You don't, you don't want to... You, you don't have a plan for anything. You know, just my mind. I want to do it. I want to do it well, blue belt, well, purple. If you think like that, your expectation, okay, I want to be, be good, purple belt. I do it so well... I jump for the black belt, for, for, for the brown, for black. If you, agree, if you tell me if you agree, not, you know, but my teacher give to me, you know, because uh, today what I was about to do it, what is doing, I'm a good, good purple, but uh, experience is a brown belt, give you more experience for you, more time, you know. You don't spit it out too much on knowledge because some knowledge, some knowledge take a time for being mature. That's the, that's uh, today I have a division, you know? But uh, what was about to do when I give me a black belt, purple for black? I have to train more, in my mind, I have to train more. I have to be more dedication. I, have, I don't have too much time for be as good they wanna be. You understand? I talked to Alex today, sometimes I have, I have addictive personality. Everything I dedicate something for jiu-jitsu or for be a pilot, I want, I want to be good. You know, I want to make my mark. 
I wanted the people see, oh, he's just more another pilot now. He's just another judiciary now. I don't want to. I don't want to be like that. You know, I want to be one of those best. I want those good. I don't know if you want those best pilots. I know don't know if you want those best judiciary guys. But at least I try. You know, if you're not get there, maybe I got close. But I, I cannot judge myself. Everybody gonna judge. Like a, when I say, oh, you you was a good pilot. I think. A lot of my friends tell, a lot of my, my workmates tell, I don't tell, I don't talk about myself. When are you good? Like Robert, he doesn't have to talk about it by himself. The people talk about him. Fabrizio, uh, uh, Alex, the worst you can imagine talk about myself. Let the people talk about you. It's much better. You know, but that's the point, is how working. You have to work in hard. You know, I don't have any plan for being red and white bell, red and black bell, or, or good black bell. I just how working and try be the best I can be. You know, it's funny. It's something working in the vocational education industry, and you have your cert three, your cert four, and your diplomas, and you have like the units of competency that that you do to accomplish that that accreditation, and then you have the competition, obviously, to get them done as faster. You know, to be more more competitive and then yeah you can might be able to do units of competency but I think the the big thing is like the runs on the board in experience and I was just I was talking about this with someone the other day and like say at 30 I don't know that I'm any smarter per se than I am today but I definitely got more runs on the board um, more experience like if I was to take an exam today compared to eight years ago I don't think the difference in the exam would be like there'd be no difference but the runs on the board and the experience is, is mm. yeah, quite a bit different. And other things, people ask me, like, because, uh, you know, there's a martial arts course you do, like you do, like, for, you know, for the insurance, you do a level one in co sports coaching and a level one in thing, and they'll say to you, so to coach, you know, and I had, uh, we have a mutual friend that asked me this question, and it's the same thing he asked me with, um, with the, like, so if I do that course, that means, that I can coach. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it does, mate. Of course it does. And then he'll say to me, he asked me the same thing. He goes, so how do you, how do you um, make sure that the learning is the same as a purple, like purple belt to purple belt? And he's going, so what you're saying is that um, if I was to get a purple belt, I could fight Robert, because at the time, Robert, Robert was, was a purple, purple belt. belt. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> let's have that, let's have that, ex let, no, yeah, let's have that experiment. I want to see it. But but it's it's a thing. It's like not just uh, being a purple belt because there's all types of different purple belts as well. Like I, I I would not compare. You know what I mean? Like there was when Bushesha was a purple belt. It's not the same as if my dad started doing jujitsu and got his purple belt. Like yeah. they're not they're not the same thing. And the the runs on the board and the experience that you have is is totally different as well. I think people don't don't because we can't quantify that. Yep. It's 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 different. Did you have any other questions? No, that was um, another a, another thing. So now moving forward, you were talking about your son. Uh, he wants to fight MMA. Yeah, yeah. I'm not agree, but is uh, if you want to do it, of course, I'm gonna help him. You know, that's uh, is imagine like that. See someone, your friend got punched in the face, already not fun. See your 
your, your son got punched in the face is that I believe it's gonna be worse, you know, but I have to, if he really wanna do it, you know, I gotta support him, I gotta help him. If I cannot help him, I gotta find somebody for helping him, you know, because uh, I go try to do my best, but uh, it's, sometimes I work with the, work with somebody so close like that, you, 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 you feel so, you feel more, uh, sentimental is involved, right? And I have to put in the put in the scale, put in the in the in the measure for see what's going to be the best benefits for him, you know? Because I saw, um, I obviously just I, I know your son, I know you, and uh, he's obviously very very talented. He's very very good. Um, obviously, he has very good people around him as it is. Um, Oh, and he thinks the world of you, obviously, as as I think as a father and as a coach. But going to that next level, where you're, you do you think you you would coach him? Do you think that your that relationship would be hard? Uh, I don't know yet. You know, that's uh, I, I have to, I have to measure something. You know, I'm I'm, I, the way the way I push in those guys. You know, I. I pushing those guys. I have to push him. Probably have to push him more, or I have to watch myself. I don't push him more than I, I have to push. You know that's uh, because sometimes when they pushing someone, uh, some some fighters like that. Oh, what do you get? What do you have against me? No, I don't have nothing against you. I want you to be better. You know, of course, Fabrizio and uh, and uh, Alex as a coach is uh, you understand some guys. You pushing, but when you push him, you saw he can give you more for you, right? Yeah. Then you push him more. I want to see where until I can push him. Some guys have to push him more. Some guys have to hold him for not pushing him because he's pushing himself a lot. And then I have to see that that uh, that I have to see what's gonna happen first, because sometimes uh, is between coach and and uh, and uh, and. Uh, students have a lot of conflict you know and uh okay but when i have a coach and you have a conflict each one go for your own house take a few days or few yeah. hours for cool down man bring your coach for home is sometimes not the best way oh, and and i think sometimes as a as a coach the thing like just for us working with rob the the thing, and I, I say this to Rob, and I've said, like, for me, like, if he one day, say, for example, he goes, you know what, I want to move to Las Vegas, and um, I want to go train with Sergio. If he said that to me, then to me, I'd be like, I can drop you off at the airport. I'm not angry. I'm not, I have, you know what I mean? Like, there's no, shake hands, off you go. I drive him to the airport, no problem. But but with your son, sometimes it's that, that that's going to be, to, to have those conversations is going to be, you know, harder, I think. Yeah, it is. It, it, I think, uh, watch the, your relationship with uh, Robert. You know, that's uh, sometimes, of course, you have a bad days with Robert. And Robert's got to be mad with you or something because you push off the way you're talking. Because, uh, you know, you're not talking friendly all the time. You know, no, sometimes no. you... You have at some point you have to tell your your guys some something. You have to tell in his face, and sometimes the way you tell, it's gonna be looks like a unpolite. But 
that's the way you are. You have to be straight. You don't have too much time for, in a, for be it, oh, I have to talk in that way or that way. That's not gonna happen like that. And, uh, and uh, then you go home, but uh, you give a time for his think, right? He give a few days. Imagine if you do that one time, come, come the guys come for him and say, uh, is, uh, I remember when he said when he's in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the high school, and they say, man, I have to be great, I have to be Sergio, I have to be your father. And, and uh, they say, and teaching jiu-jitsu, yeah, he's coming and say, yeah, it's good. But uh, it's not good to bring your coach home every day. You understand? 100%. In the home, you have to be a father. Is I do mistakes sometimes because I, sometimes uh, I go home and say, listen, you can improve this, you can improve that. And he's not want to do that. He's want to relax at home. But the way you do it, you, oh, you have a job to do, you have to improve this, this or that. That's the only point I think is, uh, is gonna be a, a lot of conflicts, you know? But is it, I gotta, that's the problem. I, I go try to figure it out in more one year. Because this is, this is very prevalent, I think, uh, not just in um, martial arts, but you, know, you see it with music, with whatever, with parents. But I was uh, going to ask you, Alex, uh, about your son, Rookie, who's, yep. who trains as well. Um, first of all, how, how did you name him Rookie? Where did you get that name My from? father. My father's name is Hawking. So it was... The same name? Yeah, it was trying... No, it's similar. Okay. I tried to do something, you know, like to... Kind of to honor my father. Okay. Um, your, your son, he trains as well, but he's only a little boy, but yeah. still... No, no, but, but it's yeah. still, it's a, it's a big thing because uh, I remember Alex never really pushing him to, to train. So can you talk about that relationship yeah, a little bit? I, I, it's pretty easy at the age that he is now. I, I, I don't coach him, as you know. You're his wrestling coach. And uh, now now Jacob and Brad are teaching him Jiu-Jitsu. And I don't have nothing to do with it at the moment. I just go there as a father. It's pretty easy for me, you know. And even when I want to say something to him at home, he comes straight away, you know, my coach, man. <laughs> so, if anything, you know, nothing to do with the question itself, but one day I asked him, who is the better coach, Fab, and Kurt was teaching him back there, it was not you. Yeah. And then, um, and then uh, he said, ah, you know, Kurt, Kurt's nicer. Yeah? <laughs> I said, okay, but I didn't ask you who is nicer, I asked you who is the better coach, and then he said to me, I have to say Fab. <laughs> the know? other guy is nicer. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, how, how come? You know, like one, the guy's a nicer guy, but the other one is the better coach. Say, yeah, yeah, that's the way it is. Say, okay, so you're getting it. <laughs> I think it's a. <laughs> he, he, he's, he's seven he's, or eight, by the way. Yeah, but it's a, the, 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 the kids tell the truth all the time. He tells something important. Sometimes the nice coach is not the better coach. Here we go. This is my kid. <laughs> but, that's the, but that's the reality. A lot of adults don't realize that, though. I'm not saying I'm better than the other guy, but a lot of people don't, don't realize yeah, that. Rook's input, you know, let's make yeah. it here. And that's what I see sometimes, you know. That's <laughs> very interesting, the way you're talking like that, because uh, I see some, no mention names, but I see sometimes the guys, he got a coach, the coach just tell exactly what the fighters want to listen. It's not making a better coach. You understand? I see some yeah, coach. That's not fair, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure that's you. but that's the right to do. You have to do it. You know, you're not gonna. Okay, I have to agree with him. I have to make his happy all the time. Most of the time, 
that's a conflict I have with some those mice, the, the, the guys are working. Because, man, if the guy's a lazy, you have to tell in his face you're lazy. Yeah, yeah. Some, right? Something, uh, sorry for cutting you out, but something I was telling Sergio yesterday, something I learned with Fab that helped me immensely, you know, now in my coaching as well, is that we're making a set of rules, we follow it. And, you know, when people start to get out of it, address. And a lot of times you want to you wanna avoid the conflict. You want to say, ah, you know what, I'm going to pretend I didn't see this. And then, you know what you're doing? You make a bigger problem for the future. So that's something I fully learned with Fab that he's very strong. That's on one thing, eh? I read that. Yeah, but mate, I'm telling you, you know, like I, you preach that and I, and I got from you and it's just spot on, you know. So if you have a problem, deal with it straight on the, you know, like on the spot and you're going to avoid a future problem. And I used to, I used to do that a lot, you know, thinking I'm, there's a lack of skill to coach, you know, thinking, you know what, I will. I read I read the book. Uh, I don't know if he's have you read The Prince by Machiavelli. Yeah, yeah you told me. No, to I me told you thing. Yeah. yeah, and in that in that book, he says like uh, when you see you, you have a, a terms of engagement, and when somebody's breaking that, and you can see it, the lot every day that you leave it, and I'm thinking of a particular situation, but every time that you leave it, it's to your detriment, to your own detriment, not even to the other person's, because like that's not going to get better. That's just going to keep escalating and that's something like we spoke about a lot in our coaching and very lucky to have Alex and other good coaches around us um, and, and apply that apply that that principle to, to, to coaching and it saves a lot of it might not be nice when you say hey mate I've got to talk to you and then you, you talk yeah. that part's not nice I don't like it Alex doesn't like it but um, it saves a problem you know and, and yeah. then we put rules like you know like don't do this don't do that and then most people understand to do it and then when you see you know you talk about the guy coming into the mats like say for example if we say you got it uh, we're not even that bad but i'm saying like give an example you say whatever the rules are you know wear a white shirt green hat red boots and you're coming into somebody else's home into onto our mat and you say well why do i have to wear a green hat because if i wear a blue one it's exactly the same Straight away, you go, dickhead. You know, that person is like, because if I go to your house and you say, hey, Mort, can you take your shoes off at the, at the front? I take my shoes off at the front. It's your house. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, that's my opinion. I don't, I don't see why I have to ask you, why do I have to take my shoes off at your house? Do, do, do you yeah, know what I mean? I understand. Yeah, I understand. Why would you even ask that? You know? Yeah. So when, when you say that, I think like, you see those you see those um, those things in people as well. Like you, you're not being creative. This isn't this moment of the gym is not your area of um, free thought and interpretive dance. If you want to do that, take a broad arts degree. You know, like that's not that's not what we're doing here. So how many days a week does rookie train? Uh, five days a week now. So how much of that is that because did you do you think you pushed him? Nah, not at all. Maybe subconscious to him. Yeah, like you influenced him. Yeah. But I don't ever remember you yeah, saying... Now, now, for example, he used to do... Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, he used to do the, both jiu-jitsu classes. Now he just do the first one. He just decided to do it. I think the kids got too big on the second one for him. But you know, I never say whatever. I think it was a big deal for him when he came to tell me that he just want to do one class. Because he was playing rugby league at one stage. He yeah, wasn't he even was, doing like, jiu-jitsu. Yeah, he's, he's talking about going back to rugby league now, but... I'm a bit of a, I don't know, not a big fan about it. I mean, I'm a big fan of rugby league, as you know, but 
he's just a little boy and the parents around I don't know that's yeah that's that's another problem the parents with the with the coaching you got kids too eh Dave yeah and uh do you, do you feel that with because you got daughters you got a daughter as well you got a daughter yeah, yeah. I, my daughters are more into dancing and ballet so I have no idea about that stuff but I, I find it small like my wife is putting me into ballet I think because she's trying to get them to do stuff that she was never able to do um where I'm still waiting for the boy. I want to <laughs> play rugby league and tackle him. You want to scream from outside yeah, as well. Yeah. Kill him. Yeah, saying, saying what I just criticised my wife on doing, I want to do for my son. <laughs> nah, well, I guess that, that's that's it for us. Um, do you have anything you wanted to add, Alice? No, not really. No. All right. Um, Master, thank you very much. I know you're very, very busy and you're here doing seminars. I think if anyone, if you get a chance, anyone that, that's listening or whatever should... Yeah, we have another seminar at the Grand Humor and then sat in um, um, Grand Humor headquarters in Alexandria, 10 a.m., Saturday, 10 a.m., so. All right, no worries. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having me here. Thank you. Pleasure.